You Can Handle Anything, episode number 356. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. That's why I'm here to share with you practical strategies to help you spot when you're feeling emotionally stuck, stay calm and in control, and handle tough situations well so you can always be your best self no matter what life throws your way. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I am so glad to be here today. Last week, I caught some sort of flu, and it was bad. I was out for the count for like four days straight, just laying down and stuffing tissues up my nose because my nose wouldn't stop running. And I was cold and I was hot and I developed an awful cough. And I am just so grateful to be back here and be like 90% better. I'm also so happy to be back up and running because if you've been listening to the podcast for the past few weeks, you'll know that I'm working on a big project, something that is going to revolutionize your life if you end up becoming a part of what I'm working on. And I have to say, when I was sick, I couldn't really work on it, and that was hard for me, like really hard, because even though I was sick, this project was on my mind, and I'm enjoying working on it so much, and I want to bring it out to the world as soon as possible, and I had to practice a lot of patience in order to not work on it. And anyway, it feels good to be back. And at this point, my guess is that I will be sharing with the listeners to my podcast probably about this project the first week in April. That's my goal at this point, and I will keep you updated as we get closer to it. But today, I want to talk to you about stories. We as human beings walk around with stories in our minds all of the time. We don't realize we're walking around with stories. We think we're walking around with facts, right? Like he did this and I felt this and everything that I'm thinking is factual. And yet it's not. 99% of what goes on in our minds isn't a fact. It's a story. It's our perspective of things. It's our interpretation of what we perceive. So for example, today there's no school and my kids have nothing to do and our garden is full of weeds. (laughs) And yesterday I asked one of my kids if he could help me do some weeding and he said, well, how about tomorrow? I have no school. I said, okay, fair enough. And then today comes along and I ask him again and he says, well, I was going to go hang out with some friends. Can I do it later? Now, What is my mind saying? It's saying something like, but he promised you, and who knows when he's going to come home later. It might even be, you know, dark at that point, and that's not fair, and he said he would help, and he always does this, and he doesn't really care about you, and all of that, right? Now, all of that might feel 100% true in my mind, but actually, it's just my story. The facts Well, one fact is my son at that point, right, hadn't helped me weed. That's a fact. Another fact, his words, right? What he said last night, what he said to me this morning, all of that are facts. That's it, right? Everything else is a story. And the problem is, 
is that we don't often see it in the moment. We don't catch ourselves in a story. And instead, we act as if our stories are truths. And that's what gets us in a pickle, right? When you embrace the unstuck method in your life, what happens is you learn to catch yourself in a story more and more and more frequently. And that's what changes your life. But here's the thing. It's not just that you get stuck in your own story. You can get just as easily stuck in someone else's story. And that's something equally important to be aware of. So let me give you another example. Just a few nights ago, my family and I were sitting down to dinner and one of my kids was sitting next to me. He decided to get up to walk over to the kitchen and to grab the lemon squeezer thing so that he could put it on top of a dish that I made because I commented that it was so much tastier when you put lemon on top. So he grabs this thing and he brings it to the table and he sets it down next to his plate. And as he was pulling his seat in, because he was sitting down, right? (laughs) My husband, who's sitting across from the table, across from him, he reaches over and he takes it and he starts to pour lemon on his plate. (laughs) And I'm watching this, (laughs) I'm watching this whole thing like as if it was happening in slow motion. I'm looking at my son who was shocked to the core, right? His jaw dropped. (laughs) And my son looking at him being like, what's the big deal? I'm giving it back to you. And I've just noticed myself feeling stuck. I mean, I'm laughing now, but in the moment, I'm like, what is going on here, right? Why is my husband acting like this? He's the father, right? He should not be reaching across the table. He should not be taking things from my kids without asking. And he certainly shouldn't have grabbed what my son just got up to get from the kitchen, right? Like, again, looking back, it's not the same as when you're in it. But when I was in it, I caught myself, right? I caught myself feeling stuck. You've got to know your own patterns. You've got to know what stuck is like for you. And I know what it's like for me. And I caught myself and I quickly took myself through the unstuck method. I took a pause. I actually counted backwards from five to one. And I tuned into what I was feeling, which was like shocked and annoyed and other things. And I just let myself, you know, feel that for a few seconds. And I noticed what I was thinking about my husband. And I also soon enough realized that when I was looking into or kind of investigating those thoughts that they were really stories, right? They weren't 100% facts. Like he shouldn't reach across the table. Well, (laughs) the fact is he did. He should be a better role model. Well, the fact is who he's being right now is who he's being, right? That's the fact. He shouldn't have grabbed the lemon squeezer thing or he shouldn't have taken it from my son. Well, he did, right? So while I might not have liked the things that he did, the truth of the matter is things happened and those things that happened were facts. Everything else was my story that I put on top of it. And then what I did was I came up with considerations, right? Like what was going to make me feel better in that moment? And the consideration that I really took on was that I could consider that this wasn't my story, right? Because what I wanted to do 
was I wanted to tell my husband that he shouldn't be acting like that and he should be a better role model and that I shouldn't have to keep teaching him these lessons, right? I'm tired of teaching him these lessons, right? But I considered this is not my story. It's my son's story if he wants to make a story out of it and maybe he doesn't even want to, right? And so I did nothing. I just kept going as if nothing happened. And you know what happened? (laughs) nothing. My son didn't make a big deal out of it. He didn't say anything. And we all just moved on. Can I tell you what would have happened years ago? I would have lost control. I would have reprimanded my husband in front of the kids. I would have likely given him the silent treatment for a few days. Now, nothing. I just moved right along because I considered it wasn't my story. This is so important for us to look at because for whatever reason, we as human beings, we like to put ourselves in other people's stories when we don't even need to. Now, if my son needed my help with handling that situation, certainly I would have been happy to help him, right? But he didn't ask for it. He just moved along. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, but Shira, wait a minute. Why is it not okay for you to say something to your husband? Why not teach him a lesson? Maybe. But that wasn't the priority in that moment. And it wasn't the place, right? The most important thing in that moment was that I take care of myself so that I don't react in a way that I'm going to later regret. Everything else is secondary. And honestly, once that moment passed, I didn't have any more desire to teach him a lesson anyway, right? I don't want to be that kind of person in the world. And so I just let it go. Having the unstuck method in my back pocket is like walking around with a lifesaver. I feel like it literally saves moments and even enhances the moments of my life. And for that, I will be forever grateful. Thinking about my story, I would love to challenge you right now and ask you where in your life can you consider it's not your story? Where can you consider staying out of it because it's not yours to get into? Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the You Can Handle Anything podcast. If this podcast adds value to your life, I would be so grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to do three things. One, follow or subscribe to the podcast. Two, leave me a rating on whatever podcast app you listen on. And three, share an episode with a friend. Your support keeps the podcast thriving. And for that, I am truly grateful. I look forward to being back with you next week.